You are now listening to Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Fregera. It's a podcast designed to bring awareness on intended or unintended crimes against humanity, how we can rise above it, claim our divine inheritance, and return the soul power to the people. Thank you for joining us today. And the topic today is what's in your food. And I have the lovely Dr. Chloe Carlson of the Wellness Way in Bloomington to shed light on this. I may not be talking much, uh, Dr. Chloe. I'm just really here to hold space. And I'm also, (laughs) I was laughing earlier when I shared the invitation because of the pizza, the hot dog, right? Those are all things that I, I, I am guilty about. And if there's anything in this self mastery, this journey to self mastery, it's food. That's, that's my anchor because of all the things that I'm, and I talked about this with Silvestro in uh, the truth about the weight loss industry. I talked about how food is my anchor that I allow it to be my source of comfort, my source of familiarity so that it grounds me so that when and whenever I explore into this dimension or this uh, reality or this experience, right? I'm still in that, in that human experience, um, which is food, which is a source of connection, which is a source of um, sustenance and all that. But there's a crime going on. And um, Dr. Chloe is going to talk about that. Is what's in our food good for us? Or is it dumbing down our consciousness? Is it trapping us in more fatigue, in more exhaustion, in more stress? Is it really helping us to align with our higher vibration, with our higher, with our purest, purest, pristine health? And I don't think so. I don't think so. And I'm obviously upset because there are so many crimes against humanity. And my mother's condition is one of them, right? It worsened because of things going on, the fraudulent activity going on right there that is passed on as safe and good for you. But I don't think so. And I invite the audience, the listeners, to question everything. Beth Gray talked about that. Question everything. Follow the money. And so, Dr. Chloe! (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Chloe here. I know her from Dr. Matt who is coming back for another uh, conversation about vaccine. But Dr. Matt uh, introduced you as his fiance last time. So congratulations. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people always ask, you know, um, they call, you know, husband, wife, whatever. I don't know. We're we're together and we'll get married when we get there. (laughs) We're, we're, everyone's on their own journey, right? Yeah, right. um, but congratulations about that. Um, that was the first time I heard. Um, and so excited. And so please introduce yourself a little bit, Dr. Chloe. Um, and why did you agree to come on the show today? Yeah. Um, I mean, you had a great introduction. That was awesome. Um, but yes, so my name is Dr. Chloe Carlson. I am a chiropractor. Uh, and I chose to come on the show. Uh, I think you and Matt actually kind of chatted about, I think you started asking him questions about food and then he was like, Oh, you need to talk to Chloe. Um, food and healing has, I was thrown into that, um, realm at a very young age at 13. Um, and that's when I started learning that food really can be your medicine or it can be your poison. Um, And my initial health story is really long, um, but to sum it up, it's I've had two emergency intestinal surgeries, total of three feet of intestine removed. After the second one, um, I was sent home, of course, no directions, eat whatever you want. um, And that was not going to keep me alive. I, I wasn't thriving. There was a lot wrong. And that's when we were introduced to a chiropractor who did food allergies and intense gut healing. And my, my issue ended up being heavy metal toxicity. So everybody has not one sole issue, but a group of issues that lead to their disease essentially. And whether that disease is a diagnosed one or just um, 
feeling like garbage all the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, people don't feel well today. People don't feel well and people are getting worse. And I think most people agree with that. Um, we have more doctors, we have more hospitals, more money into research, all of that. And people are just getting sicker and sicker. Um, so that was my very quick version of my health journey, but it essentially all stems to food and what we're putting in our body, what we're putting in our bodies from day one, what is being promoted as health food and what is actually not healthy and all the ingredients in uh, foods that are so toxic and terrible for you. Um, so I was excited to talk about it. I love teaching people about this. And so, I mean, I was like, heck yeah, I'll come on the show. So thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how old were you when uh, you were having those uh, surgery? The first one, I was five. And um, of course, no reason. Didn't know why I had the surgery. Um, they took my appendix out because they were in the area. Uh, there was nothing wrong with it. <clears throat> and we know the appendix has immune function. So that does, that seems like some sort of malpractice. Um, and then my second surgery was when I was 13. And oh, no, no, wait, 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 go back, go back to the appendix. I thought it had no purpose. That's why, you know, just get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what um, the medical community said for years. You know, there's no purpose to it. Um, so we'll just take it out. But I don't believe you're born with something you don't need. So the appendix has immune function. The tonsils have immune function. I also have those removed. And the adenoids have immune function. Also what have those now? removed. The adenoids. What's that? Um, they're just glands essentially in the sinus area, in the nose. They're often taken out with the tonsils as well. It's supposed to be a remedy to um, drooling in your sleep, um, snoring, that sort of thing. Didn't help any of those things for me to have them out. So... I have a lot of my immune organs taken out, unfortunately. Wow. But we can, we can come back from that, and that's what it's all about. And I just want to note for the listeners, we, you spoke about heavy metal toxicity. Uh, check out the interview with Dr. Will Spencer on heavy metal toxicity coming from the soil being um, lacking nutrients already. It's been overly... Uh, fertilized or overly chemicalized, <laughs> whatever the term is, that there's no longer nutrients coming from the soil. And if there's the soil has no nutrients, the food has no nutrients. And then not only that, we are going to talk about processed food. We were, they are replacing our food with what they think is good for us. But really, it's again another foreign. Uh, material uh, introduced to us, which could also be a source of toxicity, correct? Right. And that's funny you say that about the soil, because that even plays a little bit into what I talk about today. That's definitely not my realm of expertise, but it, you can't really talk about this and not talk about the quality of the soil. And, you know, I mean, food today is being grown void of nutrients and it's right. a huge issue. Um, but yeah, heavy metal toxicity, big issue. Um, as I mean, you probably know heavy metals are in vaccines and that's not even a controversial statement. <laughs> I'm sure right. it could be to some. Um, but yeah, so that ended up being the source of my enormous amounts of inflammation because yeah. you all, you always have, if you have an issue or a symptom, it's from inflammation. From inflammation. Okay. Yes. And the inflammation is uh, a manifestation that there's a disease. Yes. A discomfort, right? Yes. So so Talk to us more about that, please. We actually have a whole talk on, like, it's called our inflammation talk. And that's the one thing that essentially all doctors agree on is that disease comes from inflammation. Now, how you choose to remove that inflammation is how we really see, okay, are we going to heal or are we just going to stay stagnant in our disease state? And a lot of people want to take a pill. They want to take... Um, they want to keep eating all the crappy food they eat. They, want, they don't want to exercise. They don't want to clean up their eating habits. And you can't be consuming all of these things that create inflammation and expect to see change. If you have a symptom, you have systemic inflammation is essentially the short answer. Right, right. And I like what you said that, you know, we are trained in society to just get a Tylenol, to just get a painkiller, to get something to as a band-aid solution rather than uh, looking into what is 
the source of that inflammation. The day we actually decided, I think, on what we were going to call this test, you sent me something and it was a meme of all these guys laughing. And I don't remember what it said. What did it say? They think it's food in their food. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like a photo, you know, there was a Pringles there. There was Doritos. There was all this stuff. And that's what we're going to, I'm going to try to talk about today. It's such a huge, huge topic. I mean, the topic of inflammation is huge, um, but we need to start somewhere on teaching people. And so you sent that over. And what I saw the week before was comparing European food to um, American food. Yes. Let's just take something that can, is what's a common breakfast food? Oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just say oatmeal. So if we're looking at and this this conversation of food can go into a societal issue of we live a very busy lifestyle. You know, both parents might be working 40 hours a week and how do you have time to cook food? Um so let's say you buy some oatmeal. You think okay, we've got our oatmeal. It's going to be a better food option for breakfast. Um if we look at the American oatmeal, so we're looking at Quaker berry oats. So in the European um, and we don't, I won't get too much into this, but just showing tons of ingredients are banned in Europe that are allowed in America. In the European Quaker oats, it was like oats, um, freeze-dried strawberries, just regular cane sugar, um, and then natural flavors. And then in the American version was a bunch of crap, some oats, but the really alarming ingredients that were in the American version were maltodextrin sulfites, artificial strawberry flavor in red 40. And so those are undesirable ingredients that fill up the American version and look at the European version. The only, the only question, now I'll talk about these ingredients a little bit more. I'm not just going to throw them out there. Um, the only questionable ingredient in the European one was natural flavors. And the reason that's questionable is if you look up the article, um, hidden names for MSG. So <laughs> Have you heard of MSG? Oh, yeah. I grew up in the Philippines. Yeah. (laughs) MSG (laughs) is one component that, you know, it tastes yummy, but uh, I heard that it's deadly, very toxic. Yes. And so MSG has a ton of different names. And so I always encourage people to go look it up. And now there's there's a list of names that do absolutely have MSG, and there's a list of names that potentially have it. And natural flavors potentially has MSG. So that's the one questionable in the European version. Now in the American version, you've got maltodextrin, another chance for MSG. Oh, and for anyone who doesn't know, you know, you just said it yourself, Tess, MSG is terrible for you. Um, It's a neurotoxin, so it interrupts brain function, and it's also terrible on your gut. And your gut brain, there's a gut brain connection. It's a two-way street of signals. So you're damaging both, and then they signal the other. I mean, you can see how it's a vicious cycle. Right. And it's addictive. Yeah, I remember it being, um, yeah, I was still in the Philippines when people are like, oh, we don't want MST and blah, blah, blah. Um, That's because there's a lot of allergy to it. Yes, yep. I mean, and, you know, just... Some people have a really exaggerated response, not exaggerated in the fact that they're faking, but an enormous response. But even without that enormous response, we're talking, it's just a toxin. And so essentially every human kind of, you could say like, has the allergy to it. You know what I mean? Because it's always impacting negatively. Um, But then even in that oatmeal, there are sulfites. We know, you know, we want to stay away from sulfites, sulfates, all that stuff. Um, Artificial strawberry flavor, and then red 40. Red 40 is made out of petroleum, so it's a carcinogen. Carcinogen, which means it uh, causes cancer. Yes, yeah. And it's it's a known one, it's a listed one, and it's in there. And so the European... still in our products. Yes, yes. Unbelievable. Why is that not banned yet? That's a good question. (laughs) I, 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 I don't think they allow it in Europe. And I mean, look at their oatmeal doesn't have it. And I mean, that's not even to touch on like the sugar content because we can talk about, we'll we'll talk about sugar today. You can't talk about eating habits without talking about sugar. But just if we look at what Americans are presented with, let's say they think they're making a healthy option. It's still loaded with ingredients that are undesirable. Another one is ketchup. 
Ketchup in Europe only, it uses sugar. Mm-hmm. Ketchup in America is high fructose corn syrup and corn syrup. And corn mm-hmm. syrup is the number one source of mercury toxicity today. They've tested corn syrup and they find that, Matt always knows the statistic a little better than I do, but every every number of, you know, testing that they did with the corn syrup, they found mercury in that. So even that, so that just right there is an example. There are ingredients that are allowed in America that are not allowed in Europe. I've got a little tidbit on all of these ingredients, um, but today greenwashing is really heavy. Have you heard of the, the, the term greenwashing? No, there's so many green things that's presented as green, as clean. Yeah, that's what it is. And so people, I think people do want to make healthy decisions, but they're so just bombarded with options. They don't really know how to make those decisions. So one we always use for people, Nature Valley. You've heard of those Nature Valley bars. Okay. They're like really. The really crappy breakfast bars that like everybody knows is bad for you. Oh, okay. No. They have a huge list of ingredients and you don't get to a real real ingredient until about halfway down and it's honey, which you know, it's not raw honey. It's probably that crappy fake honey. And my point in bringing this up, loaded with sugar, tons of artificial ingredients, chemicals, all of that. And it's sponsored by the American Heart Association, the American Dietetic Association, and the American Diabetic Association crime against humanity oh my god yes (laughs) um so you see all of these associations that okay let's say you were someone just trying to figure out something healthy you look at the back of this and it's sponsored by all of these associations that are supposed to have your health in in mind and they're sponsoring something that's just loaded with crap so now that's not greenwashing because they're not trying to claim it's organic or anything like that Greenwashing would be a, a product like, okay, who's, and I'm just calling out all these brands, but I guess it doesn't matter. Um, you've heard of Cliff Bar. Mm-hmm. Cliff Bars, they're like the granola bars. You're making bars. me feel good that I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy about it. Um, Cliff Bar, so greenwashing, Cliff Bar is gluten-free. And we're going to talk about gluten, the gluten industry, the dairy, all the refined crap industry. They're gluten-free, they're made with organic rolled oats, um, they're non-GMO. We're going to talk about GMOs too. All those things are good labels to put on a packaged product. And the cliff bar, there's a guy climbing a, a mountain, or rock climbing. So, you know, it must provide energy, health, all of those good things. Well, when you look at the label, it's loaded with sugar and so many soy products in it. So soy is advertised as a health food. Yeah, isn't it? No. So soy actually um, is an estrogen mimicker. And soy is heavily found in infant formula, a lot of protein powders, that sort of thing. And so what happens is when you consume soy, uh, it actually binds to your estrogen binding sites on your cells. So the estrogen you produce cannot bind to the cells. So what happens then? we have free-floating estrogen. And what do we see with free-floating estrogen? We see estrogen-dominant diseases, estrogen-dominant cancers, um, hormone imbalance just in general. And I would stretch to say that that's at an all-time high right now. Um, And that goes to what we're eating, what we're putting on our our skin and all of that. And so that's greenwashing. Uh, Let me stop you there for a second. What's an example of an estrogen-dominant disease? there's estrogen dominant cancers. I actually had a woman come into my office. She had survived through breast cancer and she was on a low level chemo drug to keep her body from producing estrogens. Keep her body from producing estrogens. Wow. So, cause their theory was, Oh, you have too much estrogen. Let's keep your body from producing it. We'll put you on a low level chemo drug. Well, what is chemo? Chemo literally kills you. The, right. the goal of chemo is to kill Kill's everything the, in you enough, but keeps you alive. Well, the Im- immune function, right? It represses, right. suppresses, well, kills. Not, right. not even suppress. It really kills the immune system, correct? Yes, yeah. And, I mean, hormone, hormone imbalances are at an all-time high right now. Something like one in every three men are sterile, and one in four women in the fertile age um, are having fertility issues. And so with all of these things in our environment, we're losing the ability to reproduce. 
And that's just, I mean, coming off of it, it's not just soy, that's everything we're eating. That's talking about the MSG. Right, because soy was being labeled as good for you and a substitute for meat uh, as a protein source, correct? Um, Yes, and I mean, that's a whole other issue. (laughs) For vegetarians and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I know, but, but all this conditioning to separate us from our health. And there's yes. a more sinister agenda underneath that because, uh, yeah, you talked about fertility issues there. You know, if you connect that to the population agenda and, you know, talk about vaccines and stuff, one can't help but wonder, at least for my, for me, you know, connect the dots in the crimes against humanity to really dumb us down as a human being and, and disconnect us from our our own true source of power already within us. But what's happening is we're being programmed to depend on a pharmaceutical industry or a medical industry that is not working for our highest good, for our highest benefit, for our highest and pristine health. That's why we're talking about food right now, because that's one way they're attacking us. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you actually... You actually just said something that was like really nailing it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it maybe all started out with the intention of, okay, this is going to be a positive impact. I try to take on Matt's attitude. Matt believes that everything is started with good intention. I'm more on your page where it was knowingly done. Like you said, the brainwashing, the dumbing down. If we can make you feel like crap long enough, well, you're not going to take action. You're not going to think for yourself, all of that stuff. Um, and then relying on medication, uh, having to, re- if, if you can create people from feeling, or if you can essentially overload people with toxins from day one, you're never going to know how you actually should feel. Right. You become because, reliant on a drug that has a million side effects. And, and we're not to put my mother's name in the mud, but I look at her all her life. And even to the last day she defied all our wishes to get the vaccine it's because she thought it could save her and she really believed in the doctors and bless her heart but that's she's one of so many that's been programmed to depend on people who purport to um have their highest good in mind but not really and maybe that's not intentional, or maybe it is. It's it's like the blind leading the blind. And it's time we stop being a puppet on a string and think for ourselves. And how do we think for ourselves? By looking into what's actually in our food and what's creating that discomfort, that this ease, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and with that awareness, okay, then what can we do? So go ahead. Oh, shut up. But no, no, I, I'm, I'm happy to have, you know, the I'm conversation. so mad about this. I'm so mad about this. Yeah. Because yeah. People have been so disempowered, destabilized and distorted to not know who they really are at core. Right. And I think in this climate more than ever, you know, the fear people are being instilled. And in. like, like you said, your mom thought it was going to save her being in fear itself is taxing and draining on the immune system and draining on life. That's not even about food, but like you said, they, they trust the people who they think have their best interest in mind. And so what's, what's in the food. It's hard to not get off track when you're talking about stuff like this. Cause I mean, I, I am all about like calling out the brainwashing and all of that. Talk about sugar, talk about those ingredients that you mentioned. Yeah. And that's the big thing. It goes down to reading labels Um, What we try to teach people, we want to teach people, go back to eating whole, real foods. And like I said, we're in a society where it's go, 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 go. Uh, People, number one thing we hear is, I don't have time to eat healthy. I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to prep food. Um, And really, the the harsh truth of it is, you either have to make time or you need to pay later. You know what I mean? Invest in your health now or pay for it later. And... So let's look at ingredient labels. You know, you can see things like monosodium glutamate, neurotoxin, um, also addictive. And so when you meet those people who say healthy food just tastes awful to me, 
their palate has changed so much that they're used to these chemicals and these additives. And we talk about sugar. Sugar, kids are eating more sugar now than ever before. And sugar itself is inflammatory. It's added to a lot of things. It sneaks in. Um, all of these refined box foods, there's going to be sugar in them. Um, and now, I mean, we can even have the conversation now about GMO foods and mm -hmm. government subsidized food. Those are kind of two sort of different topics. Um, but when we look at kind of you're talking about the dumbing down of society or whatever, okay, let's, what are the cheap foods on the shelves? It's going to be the gluten, the dairy, the soybeans, and those are all crops that are subsidized by the government. And so since they're subsidized by the government, you can sell them at a much lower price. And so if you have subsidized by the government, so they they'll fund for these mass crops to be made. Oh, wow. So they want to see these crops made in mass amounts and then they can sell them for very cheap and they wow. know they're not good for you. And it's sometimes it's all families can afford. So if it's between getting the healthy food, that's maybe going to be a few dollars more in feeding your family or getting the white wonder bread, mm -hmm. they're going to choose to feed their family, which nothing against them, you know, but it's just the issue of healthy food is more expensive. And we need to look at what is being, what is being encouraged. Um, a lot of formulas have soy in them. And again, that's going back to the soybean and the formula, but it's looking at what, what food is cheap and very accessible. And it's going to be the corn, the soybeans, the rice, all of that. There's not, wow. there's a McDonald's on every corner. There's not whole foods. Right, they're dollar meal, right? <laughs> right, right. And like, so I saw, you know, a, you can get a Big Mac and fries for like a dollar, but if you want a salad, it's 10. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's so unreal. it's just broken. And I mean, then you get into what are GMOs, little, little bouncing around here, but it's all connected. I mean, these foods that are mass produced are GMOs. And GMO, genetically modified organism, the point of GMOs was to be able to live through being sprayed with glyphosate and all of these pesticides. And GMO, I belong to a few um, farm direct Facebook pages. So where you can meet up with farmers and get your food. And sometimes you see these arguments about why GMOs are good for you and they're this and they're that, and the pesticides are fine. Um, so Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa used to be some of the most obese in six states, um, really high cancer rates. And when they started spraying heavily with this Roundup, the glyphosate and all this, the, the South just exploded with cancer rates and obesity. Mm -hmm. And that's because what do we have? The Mississippi River. So you spray up here and then you spray, you know, you spray in Minnesota, you spray in Iowa, you spray in Nebraska, and it all goes to the Mississippi, and then these cancer rates exploded down south. And so we can see that these pesticides are linked to inflammation and disease, but yet be, buying organic is not the norm. And like you said, uh, you had the, the interview with Dr. soil. Bill Spencer. Yes. And so we're depleting the soil. And so then this goes back to the soils just being bombarded and abused by these pesticides that one are cancer causing, but then the soil can't even produce crops with, with all the nutrients they used to have. Right. So you can kind right. of see how we're diluting our food supply mm -hmm. and uh, GMO is the intention. Like I said, the, the intention was, Oh, we need to feed the earth. We need to feed the earth. You know, there's not, there's not enough. We're losing the ability to feed everyone in the world, which isn't the truth because as you learned with, or you probably already knew, we're damaging the soil. So they're like, oh, these GMOs are going to pop up and be good. Well, they fed three generations of rats GMOs, and by the third generation, the rats were sterile. Ew. And so there's so much in all of this, as I'm saying, it feels like it's all just a jumbled mess coming out, but that's because it's all so connected. It is you know? so connected. Once they, you uh, pull one pin out, it's it's so connected. Um <laughs> I'm hating hearing that these are all, what did you say, subsidized by the government to be fed right. to, to the people who are just struggling paycheck to paycheck to put right. food on the table. Right. And I mean, that in itself, I guess, would be a whole other conversation. I'm not even close to an expert on that. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, why are people struggling? Why, you know, people working hard, working 40 yeah. hours, the, you know? the, the norm right now is, is two jobs, right? It's crazy. So right. there, there's a crime right there where there's an inflated prices and, and, and just a lot of manipulation while well, programming, you know, you have to have the, the new car, you have to have the, the latest iPhone, you have to have this and that. And yet, uh, what are we feeding? What, what food are we putting on the table just yeah, so we correct. can have that programmed? You gotta have this. <laughs> We're diverting, but <laughs> it's so connected, it's isn't it? To not. <laughs> um, because it's, it's, again, it's that part of programming. They want our money while they control us into the struggle and scarcity and survival mindset. Then we work ourselves to death, working two jobs. We don't see our children. Our children are being kidnapped and exploited online, uh, being yeah. indoctrinated by school. It's convoluted. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, just everything you said, it's just so crazy how connected it is because like you said, working two jobs, working paycheck to paycheck, wanting the new iPhone, wanting the new car, this, that, but then saying you don't have time to cook healthy food. Right. You know? And so right. it's just, um, I mean, it's all connected. And, and then there's also the indoctrination to encourage single parenting and really destroy the the family mm -hmm. and that's another trap and people don't see that happening well i thought that was my destiny but you know there there is that insinuation there is that encouragement yeah you can do it you're a feminine you're a powerful woman you can do it all without a man that's so where when i talk about eating habits also being a societal issue i was hesitant to talk about the one like what I'm going to say, because it does jump into the whole, oh, well, are you against women? Are you against this? No, I'm not against women. But so like you just said, you're encouraged. You don't need a man. Um, you can work, work your, you know, work your ass off, work 60 hours a week, do it, get it done. Well, of course you don't have time to cook. And so, you know, women, they want to go to work. They want to work 40 hours a week, you know, then the husband works 40 hours a week. And then there's no healthy food on the table. We don't have family meals anymore. We don't have, you know, like you said, kids are home alone. And I'm always a little hesitant to talk about that because I'm not real well versed on it in just, you know, it's a touchy subject. You know what I mean? It is. And, and I was there. That was, that was my whole life, right? The, you know, uh, 15 years as a single mom. And I, now, you know, I had a chip on my shoulder. I can do it. I'm, I'm a powerful woman. I'm going to show you. I don't need you. But when I hear it and I see now the effects afterwards, now what, what's happening to the core of our, our future, right? These kids or, or men alone, men are emasculated. Men doesn't know how to support women now. And, and women are like, oh, they're emotionally absent and blah, blah, blah. Well, how we taught them how to not respond to us by shaming them, by blaming them, by blocking them, right? So we, we really need to have this whole new conversation where we can be two whole people supporting each other rather than you did this to me. Oh, you did this to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You nailed it. I mean, I think... I mean, everybody deserves to be celebrated and everybody can bring different things to the team. Right. You know, I didn't expect it to go this way today, but I'm happy it is because it's the truth. I mean, if, if, if all you're doing is working, then yeah, you don't have time to prep healthy food. Prepping no. healthy food takes time. Absolutely. Eating healthy, learning all of this. And like you said, people choose to trust their doctors. We're at a point in time where you have to learn on your own. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're doomed. Right. And, and that's exactly where the soul power to the people comes in. So let's talk about that. How can we now um, share where to start in taking back our power? Because we've given so much of this power away to our government, to our doctors, to our food suppliers, to... <laughs> wow, they're so good-hearted. They're so well-intentioned that they're subsidizing our poison. Yeah, I mean, you you vote with your dollar, you know? You, um, so maybe start buying organic. And yes, organic is a little more expensive 
And so maybe it's, maybe you don't buy everything organic. Obviously ideal is to buy organic, non-GMO, all of that. But that's how you, I think I heard something, you, we only need one, like 1% 1 more of the population to buy organic and it will essentially crumble the non-organic industry. Just 1%? Wow. I think so. I hope no one on here quotes me that and goes and fact checks, fact checks me because I heard that like two years ago. <laughs> um, but if you vote with your dollar and vote by what you purchase, it'll show the demand. So maybe you choose to quit buying the processed Ritz crackers and maybe your snack is a handful of cashews or something like that. You know, get away from the refined, the highly processed products. Um, buy whole foods. If you can see what it is in your hand, you're probably safe. And that's a big thing. People say, how do I learn what ingredients to avoid? You know, how do I learn what I shouldn't eat? Like I said earlier, if you're reading the label and you can't picture what the ingredient looks like in front of you, just don't buy it. That's the simplest way I can teach people to start changing what they have in their diet. And like you said, you know, the food chain, they're subsidizing all these foods. Meet with local farmers. We just went down to Southern Minnesota and got some grass fed beef from a farmer who we mm -hmm. found. And it's honestly the best beef I've probably ever had. And so then you're, you're cutting out the middleman of the store and you get it for a little bit of a better price. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But you said in your journey that you were sent home. Oh, just eat like you normally would and stuff. What was your awakening? I guess I did kind of leave that part out. So a lot of people have heard of leaky gut. Essentially, I would say anyone on the standard American diet has leaky gut. It's when the cell-to-cell -cell junctions in your intestines separate, and then you start getting proteins leaking into your blood that you're eating, and then so you develop food allergies. So if you can imagine having intestinal surgeries, what those holes in your gut would look like. You know, you, you get cut open and then sewn back up, then sew your intestines up. Um, so I had severe leaky gut, and I actually had my food allergies tested um, by a blood draw, and I had 93 food allergies. So everything I was eating was creating huge amounts of inflammation and my kidneys and liver were shutting down. And so we, I had to go actually on a four day rotational diet, um, was essentially only eating organic foods, um, no sugar, no artificial ingredients, none of that. That's when I learned about like hydrogenated fat, trans fat. And as a 13 year old, I was so disgusted. Oh my God, you know, the government is allowing that in our food. And that was like my awakening. I was just totally sickened by it. And so I wanted to teach everyone about hydrogenated fat, <laughs> um, which is, I mean, so like margarine is hydrogenated fat. Um, it's, it's they, like the saying is kind of, it's like one molecule away from plastic. And we can talk, you know, margarine, that leads into the whole terrible era where they said fat was bad for you. Well, that, okay, not, not to divert <laughs> the conversation again. We're doing a lot of that. But what do you think about um, 3D printing your chicken? <laughs> oh my you God. That? Yeah, that's uh, disgusting. It's so Bill terrible. Bill Gates coming up with fake meat. Yeah, um, humans need to eat meat. And I might ruffle a few feathers by saying that. Um, we need to. Uh, some of the worst blood panels we see come through our office are vegetarians. Um, big thing with vegetarians, they say, oh, I got to supplement my B12 because I don't get enough B12 because I don't eat meat. No diet is healthy if you have to supplement nutrients. And so this, this, this 3D printing meat, I mean, again, that's another effort to dumb people down, make people feel like crap, eating terrible food, creating disease. Um, so that's my opinion on it. Yeah. Well, they're making <laughs> it me. sound you know like you know it's it's for a good cause it's because of the the climate change and as as we just talked about how are we going to help the climate we can heal the soil the soil can absorb carbon more carbon than we can create and so the soil is not right now because we've damaged it right i don't right. and i also side note this might be kind of a joke but it's not you know how we said everything starts with good intention I have no belief anything Bill Gates has ever done has started with good intentions. <laughs> um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hashtag Gates of Hell. Yeah, no joke. Um, um, but no, so fake meat, big no. Yeah. Oh, but, but anyways, yeah, so I cut out the, the 93 foods and then went on my healing journey. A ton of gut healing, um, heavy metal detox, all of it, and... Uh, essentially it was, you're just eating real whole foods, 
But then I got my lesson. So after I healed that time, they said, okay, you can go eat everything you want. You're healed. Well, so I, I, I still lived a very healthy lifestyle. But when you're 18 and you're told you can go back to eating gluten and dairy and all that, you do it. And you go to college and you live the college lifestyle. And then slowly but surely, things started creeping back into my life. Some potential hormone imbalance, all of that. And so that's the biggest thing I try to teach people is when you heal yourself, you can't go back to these inflammatory foods because that's just what they are. You're never going to be healthy enough to just eat these inflammatory foods on, the da on a daily basis. Even when I was in college, you know, I lived a much healthier lifestyle than mo most people. But the big mistake was I was told, okay, go back to all this crap. A huge question is how do you detoxify the vaccine or the heavy metal toxicities because it's required for their job to get the jab, the jab. So how do you even start with the detox process? So it's my understanding that you cannot detoxify the coronavirus vaccine. So we can just get that out there because it's a very different vaccine. Um, now, as far as detoxing for your job or whatever, I honestly would encourage the person to get a new job um, because you're injecting poison. So do we want to inject poison and then just quick let me detox it? You know what I mean? There's not really an answer. Like there is a way you can go about detoxing. So I did a heavy metal detox um, when I was 13. And you, of course, have to make sure your liver's functioning right, your detox pathways are functioning right. And then I don't remember what I did when I was 13 for the heavy metal detox. So I should talk to my mom, actually. <laughs> um, but I know now there are different like zeolite detoxes you can do. And zeolite is a spray that helps you pull out the heavy metals. Um, but your body needs to be ready for that. You can't just run and go and do it. Um, yeah. So when we're talking about, oh, I vaccinated and I didn't know it was bad for me, I want to detox. It's a fantastic option. I don't necessarily think, but I don't know. I'm not in like being in the situation of like, you're either going to lose your job or you get the vaccine. That's, that's a decision that a person needs to make on their own. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. me personally, I would, I mean, even having it be there a little bit, because who knows if you can detox everything you need to. And who knows if you can detox quick enough to, to uh, avoid some of the effects of it. I'm grieving. Let's put it that way. I'm going to melt I know. that. I know. <laughs> but it's, uh, I'm just going to call it. It's, it's really a fraud. We're living in a fraudulent, manipulated reality. And it, I, I hope people are getting, I know we went all over the place, but that's really what it is. It's crimes against humanity. Right. It's not just the food. The food is one avenue that they are distorting and uh, poisoning us. Mm -hmm. Body, mind and spirit. Right. Us, body, mind and spirit. I'm just going to call it out. And vaccine is another way. Uh, masking is another way. Media itself. Media, lockdown, censorship, TV programming. Mm hmm. Um, and, and you said subsidizing our food and even stamping American heart, blah, 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 and sponsoring it, greenwashing. Right. Uh, am I following everything that we've talked so far? Yeah. Um, call me a conspiracy theorist, but don't let this happen to someone else's mother. That just don't let. Any of this suffering, because it's it's a mental health suffering, it's food poisoning, and food poisoning through inflammation. It's not just food poisoning like my cat uh, throwing up a hairball, right? It's, it, she's done. Or he. It's a he. All this, I don't know. I get twisted in my yeah. um, English sometimes. Um, but this is a very serious topic, everyone. Um, and... We can talk about it. Dr. Chloe and I can talk about it, but really our intention here is to maybe drop a hint or a clue, something that would resonate with you and that's make you pause, take a pause and wait a minute, what if what they're saying is true or what if there's something here for me to learn? Um, we're not going to tell you what to do. My mother chose to uh, vaccinate. It was against our wishes. But still, I feel it's my responsibility to report it and to share the truth about it. 
because if I don't, then another elderly person will die or another family will be divided in grief and, and cannot even come together for a funeral. You know, the, so there's the injustice of that and the injustice of trusting your food supply to give you something that will nourish you, but it has poison in it, just like the 93 ingredients that you talk about. Anything else that you want to add? That was a great summary. Um, just with the hope to spark someone's interest in learning a little more about what they're eating, you know, and it's really just a journey of learning. So no, I think you summarized it great. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't. You, I, I actually was, on, I mean, you, you had a big week. I, I was surprised we even had our show today. So don't apologize. Yeah. I, I, I had to meditate on it and, um, and it, it, this is what fuels me also, mm -hmm. um, and, and gets me off the bed and, and, you know, not that I'm not honoring the grief process, but I'm honoring it as well as allowing other people to make better decisions from our, my personal experience and, and the deepening of um, my mission to return the soul power to the people. Because when we are dumbed down, starting with our food and then all the toxicity coming from everywhere, from the chemical from our water, from our toothpaste with fluoride, <laughs> so many um, coming from mm, chemtrails, coming from the chemical spray. And we don't see, we don't connect the dots. And we're constantly just catching it up. Like, okay, then I'm going to... You know, but if we look at it from a, a bigger, wider angle, then we can see what's really going on. And I right. believe that from that level of awareness, from a higher perspective, not just from the perspective of I have to put food on the table, but from a higher perspective that, oh, my God, this is happening and what can I do about it? It injects you out of that. Disempowered mm -hmm. state into something. Okay, we got to do something about it, and that's that's really my plea to everyone is to get take back control of your life. And just like what you did when you were thirteen, thirteen, right? You said, or mm -hmm. even younger than that. Yeah. So yeah, I was thirteen when I started, and I mean, essentially, it was right. my mom doing all the learning at the time. I just got to absorb it all. <laughs> right. Right. But, but that's part of your journey, too, is to teach people how to take back um, their power through their food choices. Right. And kind of like you said, looking at it from like the wide scope, a lot of times people are, I mean, kind of, you know, you said, is it a conspiracy theory? Is it that people are very resistant to acknowledging what's wrong because they don't want to admit they've been fooled or they have been wrong, you know? So, you know, you see the resistance and, oh, I don't need to change what I eat or like, like you're saying, these conspiracy theories aren't real. I always joke, when are they going to be done? When are we going to quit calling them theories? <laughs> you know, um, but people are resistant. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that they've been eating, you know, these crappy foods their whole life because no one wants to hear they're wrong. And it's never a source of like, you're wrong. Just like you're saying, Tess, we just want to teach people to, okay, look at what you could change, you know? Right, right and be part of the pioneers that's creating a new world where we don't need to do that anymore. Right. Any final words? No, not really. That was, that was, it was a good chat. We got to cover a lot of topics. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's like, boom, 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 boom. Dr. Chloe, where can people find you? Uh, so, I mean, like you said, we work at the Wellness Way Bloomington. Um, my personal Instagram is Dr. Chloe Carlson. Um, so that would be, I don't have a personal, um, like doctor Facebook page yet. Um, so it would be the Instagram and I need to get more consistent posting on there. I think I took like a two year hiatus of posting on Instagram. <laughs> um, but that would be, those would be the best options. So, so you're more of an Instagram than a Facebook. Um, 
Yes, I only have, so I, I have my personal profile on Facebook, okay. but then I have the Dr. Chloe Carlson page on Instagram. So, okay. um, but yeah, those, that would be a way to reach me. And I mean, if anyone's interested, I'd love to chat about how we can make food changes and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, your story is amazing. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I definitely And, and yes. kudos to your mom for having that knowing in her to support you in a way and not just, you know, not just surrender to the reality that, oh, there's nothing we can do about it. It's something that you have to maintain for the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, I always like send incredible thanks her way. Anytime I'm talking about this, um, people would always ask her, you know, how did you do it? Like I couldn't have done it. And it was really, I mean, I think I, I mean, not to be dramatic, I'd probably be dead or have a terrible quality of life. I mean, I was having diarrhea 14 times a day and the medical community was saying, Oh, you just, that's your new normal. Like that's terrible. Exactly My point. Yeah. So they gave me a thyroid uh, medication for, we were talking about throat earlier and for the life of me, and again, this is because of my mother, I saw her, I saw my mother pop pills, and that was her normal. And something in me at a young age created an aversion to pills oh. so that I couldn't follow her path. I had a, a most excruciating depression. I couldn't pop an antidepressant into my mouth. I couldn't, even if it saved my life. And that's because of the contrast my mother gifted to me. Your mother gifted you in a different way. My mother gifted me with a contrast right. that says, I don't want to be um, uh, uh, a medicine cabinet. I don't want to be a doormat. I don't want to be a punching bag. Right. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, and you're honestly, you're probably better off for, you know, not taking, you said, you said you wouldn't take the antidepressant, right? No, I, I, I didn't. I couldn't even the, yeah. the thyroid medication, the thyroid medication, what they told me. And even with the antidepressant, it's, it's going to be a way of life for you. Yeah. That's and that's a terrible answer. Freaking crap. Um, yeah. I didn't know then it was just a deeper knowing that I had to honor, even if it means I had to, um, had to be fired by my own doctor for non-compliance. <laughs> hey, our bodies are smart, you know. They, if, if you just let them. <laughs> so there's there's definitely alternative ways where you can support yourself, body, mind, and spirit in your highest potential, in your highest nature. So thank you so much, Dr. Chloe, for everything we've talked about. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. So we'll have to do it again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Part two. Bye-bye. Thank you, Tess. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Vergara. We can no longer be the spectators of our own destruction. Take back your mind. Take back your voice. Take back your soul. Take back your power. Join me again next time for the next episode of Soul Power to the People.